Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Morning, Matt. It's uh, Brad Langell here from Google Resources. And uh, of course, we're the junior that operates in Mexico with, with the name Google, but we're really primarily silver. And um, we have a self-funding exploration program in Mexico on our Los Ricos district, which is for us one of the largest undeveloped still remaining in Mexico. And uh, we have our producing mind that's funding all that exploration down there. Fantastic. Good, good to see you again. Um, it's been a while. Uh, funny markets at the moment. What's happening in the world of precious metals? Well, you know what? My view is that we're still in a long-term bull market in the precious metals. But in any uh, bull market that I've seen in my career of almost 30 years now, uh, there's, there's pullbacks all the way along. And, uh, you know, the summer doldrums here a little bit. Um, but I, I think you're going to see things pick up in the fall. And, uh, you know, for us, we've, we've done pretty well even in this pullback. And the reason is because we have a project that really just keeps on delivering and delivering for us. And we have one of the largest drill programs in Mexico um, on this silver project, the Los Ricos District. And it's, it's really just keeps on giving. And that's why we're able to really keep the hang on to what we've um, gained, and really I see us just gaining as we move along here. Good time to good time to buy buying these dips here because this is good entry points into this. Okay, well, well talk to me talk to me about that because I think most of the questions that we get sent in are around the fact that you, yeah. The project does keep giving in terms of the numbers. Okay, they're, they're, they're good grades, they're consistent grades, and that's fantastic. And ten thousand meters a month, fantastic. But how? How do you develop the districts? You talk about this being a big project, a big district-wide project, and we hear that a lot, right? And mm -hmm. you've got to paint the picture so that people can understand how you go about delivering value. So how are you approaching this project? Because there's so many moving parts, I think people are just a little bit unsure uh, about it. So how should we be you know, viewing this? You know, um, it, it's funny. We have all these catchphrases in our business, right? Company maker, uh, district size, uh, all, all of those, you know? And um, I've been around it for a long time. And I'll, I'll tell you, and, and you'll probably hear this from a lot of people promoting their companies, but, you know, everything we've done in the past and, uh, you know, we built four mines in Mexico and the whole, whole career is in focus in Mexico. This is the best that I've seen in my career. And I've been saying that on our interviews now for the last year or so, and it's proving out to be the, the, the best. And it, it is delivering, exceeding my expectations. So the question is, like, this district is really the kind of district, again, that you would, you know, one of the, the big majors would have. And, and I think I've said before in interviews, we, we don't plan our business on somebody buying so because we don't, we don't control that. We control doing good exploration. We control doing good engineering and building a business, not building a promotion, but building a business. And um, Los Ricos and Peral giving us all that cash flow. The great support we're getting from our institutions, the best institutions in the business, the strong balance sheet of 73 million bucks US in the bank and generating cash every day at Corral that's funding all this exploration. That has put us in a position with really one of the best districts on developed in Mexico that we have. 
to another cliche in our business, a company maker. And that's, uh, that's what I really do believe. And that's what we control at Los Ricos. And, uh, you know, the, what's the path forward, I think is the original question. Um, and uh, I'll just throw up two slides. I don't want to go into a slide presentation here. but Okay, okay, go on then. Two, two slides. There we have the district and the district, you know, we call it Los Ricos South, Los Ricos North. And we've been here since March, 2019. And I, I'm very proud of what we've accomplished as a company, as the team, because in Los Ricos South, we've defined um, 63 million ounces of M&I uh, in silver equivalent, another 20 million ounces of inferred there. And, you know, that's the most advanced towards a mine in the district right now, down here in Los Ricos South. And then we have Los Ricos North. And a little over a year ago, um, we said we were going to embark on the first 100,000 meters of drilling because we had a pretty good hunch that Los Ricos North, more than a hunch, we, we saw that it was the biggest part of the mineralized system here. And uh, we based that on the history of what you know the district was over the last hundred and some years. Um, but we were missing some claims and we got those claims and we launched that 100,000 meter drill program. And we're, we're coming close to completing 100,000 meters. So at some point you have to put a pin in it and say, you know, this thing keeps on giving every, every meter we drill is as productive as, you know, the first 10,000 meters we drilled up there. But it's 100,000 meters done, and we want to tell all our investors what they got as a shareholder for that first 100,000 meters. I stress the point, first 100,000 meters, because we're not stopping. Um, and, and what we're targeting, we have a target in our mind that we were hoping we would get to for that first 100,000 meters, and that target, target is 121.25. I, I think we're going to be good with that. Um, end of September, first part of October, if we drag it on a couple more weeks, I think you can read that as being a positive thing, a positive as in places like El Favor East, which was a discovery here really in the last six weeks is turning out really well for us. And we'll have some more news on that, you know, in a, a week or two weeks, we, you know, we pretty much do weekly uh, drill results. So we have Elf, uh, we have Las Ricos North. That's kind of the big monster in the, not monster. I mean, it's the big, biggest part of the mineralized system. And it's a little further out on the horizon. And we got to see what the real size of Las Ricos North is, which it's not slowing down in its growth. Um, we don't see anytime soon. Now we have Las Ricos South. And we're doing pre-feasibility engineering there. We're pushing that thing towards a mine, um, towards cash flow. And uh, we see that by the end of 2022, we're going to make a construction decision down there. We've got 73 million bucks in the bank. We've got the cash to pay for all the exploration of the North. It's a pretty clear route, I believe, to getting the financing to build Los Rico South. And then it's going to start generating cash. And then we have two mines in our portfolio. We're a mid-tier, lower 
uh, low end of the cost um, regime as far as uh, cost for uh, all in sustaining costs, probably down around 13 bucks. Um, that's a pretty good start, but the big one is Los Ricos North. And, and that uh, with Los Ricos South and Corral and production, uh, Los Ricos North being significantly larger than Los Ricos South, even as large as it is down there in the South, I, I, I truly believe, and I go back to that cliche, we have a real company maker here in uh, Las Ricos. Right, but it, it's and about how you piece right. it together, Brad. The, the bit I'm interested in is how you piece it together because I was speaking to a CEO earlier this week from London, and he, had, he has a very sort of uh, uh, <laughs> certain views of how Canadian miners do it versus Australian miners. You know, Australian miners want to rush into production as soon as possible. Uh, Canadians like to kill, keep drilling and drilling and drilling. I think you, you seem to be somewhere in the middle. You, you want to put the stake in the sand. You want to get Los Ricos South producing, is, is what I'm hearing. Because you've got Parai, that, that, that's delivering. That's delivering revenue for you, and that's helping with the GNA, et cetera. You're saving 73 million cash in the bank, which is fantastic. But how quickly do you make this investment decision on getting Los Ricos South in, into, um, well, some sort of construction decision? I mean, what, what is that process? You know, you know, and you're, you're right. There is a little bit different philosophy on uh, in North America versus over in Australia. And uh, through my career, I've worked with um, a lot of Australians and you know Americans, Canadians. Um, I, I think one thing that's unique about Google is we're already in production and we're already generating that cash flow. We have an operations team, and we've already built four mines in the past, as far as the majority of the key people on our team. So. You know, we're, we're not scared of building mines. And, but I do understand um, very much the, um, you know, the philosophy, hey, you get value for your shareholders by just showing how big this thing is. And then a major will come in and buy it out because they'll say they have to own it. So both are right. And the correct answer for a go-go is somewhere in the middle because we cannot not control when, when or if somebody buys this out, right? And and also, um, you know, that um, we do want to show how big this is because we do believe this is the kind of asset that is either the company maker for a go-go or it's it's the asset that the, the major silver producer needs to have in their portfolio. But we control what we control. We control doing good exploration, finding lots of ounces, which we do good engineering, building mines when the time's right. That means when we get there with the right amount of engineering done, we limit the risk to uh, a low, low uh, level as far as construction. Then we build it. And at the same time, what's really nice about Los Ricos, at the same time, the institutional, the retail investor out there can look at Gold Gold and they can say, Gold Gold, you're, um, you're uh, you know, another, here in our business in Mexico. Well, they're in the building phase, but they're not in the exploration phase anymore. They're in the building phase. We're going to be in the production phase, Corral. We're going to be in the building phase, Los Ricos South. And we're going to be still in the big time exploration phase in Los Ricos North. Does, you know? do, do you need Los Ricos North to work to be able to finance Los Ricos South? No. Right. So you no, don't need no. a maiden resource of any description on Los Ricos North to be able to get this thing financed down in the South. I'm sure that the mid-tier silver producers 
would love to have a Los Ricos South, if that's all they had, because that's a great mine. Um, Los Ricos North is what puts the thing over the top because it's multiples of Los Ricos South. So here we are sitting here as a mid-tier production today, building cash flow in Los Ricos South, which brings us up to, which should, looking at the PEA, I know that's a first level study, what will bring us up to very significant cash flow over those two operating mines. And Los Ricos North, that really, that's, you know, that's the big, uh, the big one, you know, that just drives the company right to the next level. Right. So we've got it all in house right now. Okay, so that's interesting. So Los, Los Ricos South can stand on its own two feet. You're not concerned about getting, not only getting it in financed, but right. you're not concerned about getting into production yourselves because you've done it before. Because a lot of, like I say, we hear again, we hear that a lot. It's like, oh, we're going to build, we're going to build, we're going to build. There's not a builder on the team. No one's ever built a mine before. Not one. But they got to talk the language to kind of keep the price up or the competitive tension up. Um, but you, you would see that as a what a defensible a defensible move. I.e., it almost um, fends off. Uh, people, or is it something that's attractive um, to you know mid tiers or one of the majors? Yeah, I mean we don't we don't uh, sit there thinking about fending people off because our you know our hey I'm the second largest shareholder of the company. Our our duty as uh, management of this company and the board is to get the best return for our shareholders, and uh, you know so I I, I think um, the strategy that we're using is a good business strategy. It's a good business strategy. And we're building a business here. And when you're when you're focused on that, um, then lo and behold, we've experienced it, you know, in our experience in the past, um, that's when somebody comes in and says, hey, I got a better idea for you. Take a look at this, right? It's not our, we don't set out uh, every day saying we want to be bought out. We set out every day saying we're building a business here, but we're, we're, we'll entertain um, good returns, good opportunity for our shareholders, stakeholders as we move along. So, so and again, it's, again, it's getting lots of sort of interesting feedback from the market at the moment. You've, you've, one of one of the models we we've, we've talked about in the last few weeks was where you know again coming to this North American versus Australian model where you know you, you build out the resource you continue to build out the resource and I appreciate you you're putting out a maiden uh, re- resource um, you know in in late well mid, mid October let's say um, yeah. but you it's kind of one of those things where you go actually. Um, we can just make that so big that people kind of lose the will to live. It's like too much information about the size of the resource and nothing ever happens. Is there a point at which you go, do you know what? We'll park that up for now. We'll park up the drilling, the exploration, et cetera, and we'll focus for the next year and a half, two years on getting Los Ricos South going. Or can you do both? I would say if we didn't have Corral today, we couldn't do both. Or we would probably be better served by focusing on one or the other. But look, we've got a solid team and we have the cash flow that we can do both. Um, and we have the, you know, what's really important, we have the institutional support. Um, and, and uh, you know, I, I, it's such a clear 
road to financing Los Rico South. And um, it's a clear road because, you know, myself and my career were backed, backed by such a strong management team and technical team. You know, we've done equity uh, deals in excess of a billion. We've done big time, uh, big uh, time uh, debt deals with people like uh, Scotiabank in, in one of my companies, you know, 110 million, uh, Bank of Montreal, 50 million US. So financing this, I don't believe will be any issue at all, um, you know, as we go through the proper uh, engineering in the South. And again, I, I think this is a very enviable position that we're in. It's one of the best positions I've been in in my career to have the best asset I've had in my career, to have um, self-funding production and a stage development, a stage development of what's the best district left in Mexico to develop. And we can stage it as in Los Ricos South in the build phase, Los Ricos North in the big growth phase announces. And, you know, if that's a, I, I think that's a formula for becoming a large mid-tier and beyond. It's, an, well, it's definitely an interesting one, Brad, because if you, you kind of people refer to the Lausanne curve, et cetera, and you know, usually get that the high, and then you get a lull during, you know, during a, a you know, the, the yeah. development stage and or even construction stage, quite frankly, as well. And it's like you may not suffer from that, you know, right. trough because you got production at Peral, you or you got the blue sky of exploration because you've got the money to be able to do that and you've got the development we're getting into production phase two so you, you kind of got a sort of portfolio approach albeit with one extended uh, assets you know in one jurisdiction which normally would be a problem yeah no look um, that that's uh that's good observation you know um but um we we've been focused on mexico now for over 25 years and it serves very well i i would argue that we have some of the best um, business relationships government relationships um, you know, community relationships in the country. And uh, so if Mexico serves very well, we feel very comfortable there. Uh, you know, the one asset, well, it's kind of like two assets, really, you know, and, um, you know, they're within 18 kilometers apart and it's, and it's very, very large. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't think of much of a better position for us to be in. Uh, like in, in my career, anyway, this is the best. This is the, the best um, company structure. This is the best asset. This, the team is the best because, hey, you know, I went to the school of Ocampo. That was the first mine I built. And that was back in 1999 in, in Mexico. And, you know, um, didn't know a lot, but had to learn real fast. And a lot of the team are from that school of Ocampo. And um, Ocampo was the project in Gammon Lake way back. But, uh, the point is, uh, you know, we, we've been through the ringer before, you know, and um, we've learned and we know now do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. The team has matured a lot in the last 20 years where I think we're one of the best technical teams down there in the business. So uh, we can, we can, we can do this and nothing's easy in the mining industry, but I'm not going to say we can do this easily because then I'd be uh, really promoting here. Uh, nothing's easy in mining, but at least you want to deal with a team who's done it before and has some experience you know, under their belt. 
That, that you do. Um, so, right, so between now and Christmas, what are we looking forward to? I, the, the precious metal market will do what it does. You've got to do what you can do. Um, what are we going to be hearing from you? Well, I'll always wrote almost every week with press releases on production, financials. I don't know if you saw our last financials, the best I did. Uh, yeah. cash flow we had, and um, also uh, drill results. I think that um, our, our shareholders, they should... Uh, I, I'm really paying attention to uh, Alpha Bore East. That's been a big surprise for us. Uh, we should have some new zone, on, two new zones we're drilling, Mola Loa and Alpha Bore. We should, uh, we'll have that resource out. And I will say that in Las Ricos South, I don't think we're finished there, finding more ounces. Um, obviously, whatever ounces we have down there now, in a sense, go right to the bottom line of um, that PEA pre-feasibility to build in that mine because we're going to have X amount of capital. We don't have to add uh, much or any more capital if we increase the size of that resource down there. So that might come into the mix before the end of the year as well. So uh, we've got a lot of, we got a lot of exciting stuff going, going on here. We've got a lot of stuff that's going to build and build and build on value. And, uh, you know, along the way, maybe we'll get picked up by a few more indexes as well. You know, um, we have very, very good liquidity in stock, which is good for our institutional holders. They, they, they want to, you know, they want companies that are real. Uh, a lot of some of them, some of our long-term guys, you know, that's their their buy and hold. But just that liquidity is built by the people looking for the dips like right now and saying, "Hey, I'm coming in. I'm going to make some money here." You know. Okay, so just be clear then, because I think if someone asked me, I wouldn't be able to be precise with them. Which is with regards to, because I think the big next bit, the big thing that you can do is show that you've made a, a, an investment decision on building Los Ricos South. To me, okay, um, what? How quickly can you get to the point where you can talk to financiers and get this thing financed? Obviously, it's a PEA at the moment, so there's a few more studies to happen, but and a bit more drilling, I suspect. But when are you looking to make that call? Yeah, so we're looking, targeting a production, a construction decision, latter part 2022. I think that's a reasonable time frame, and um, and then uh, you know just continuing drilling, growing resources um, in Las Ricos North. So being that Canadian kind of thinking, Las Ricos North, keep on growing exploration, being that Australian thinking, Las Ricos South, building the next mine, the next mine, we have one now. And uh, you know, it's the best of both worlds, I think. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.